0: AHOP TV empowers believers with spirit-inspired messages and strategic equipping that accelerates your spiritual growth. You can subscribe to stream weekly content from Awakening House of Prayer, conferences, and other exclusive content to stir your hunger and encourage your heart. Visit us online at ahop.tv. So I hope you had a great Christmas time, whether by yourself or whether with family and friends, because it is always that Jesus is the reason for the season. But now, this is going into the new year of 2019, so guess what, everybody? Happy New Year! Now, I want to do this broadcast today for the new year, and I'm going to give us some prophetic points of a few things the Holy Spirit has been speaking to me over the last several weeks and months of what's coming in 2019 and beyond. Are you ready for some good news from a God encounter today? I am. Well, as usual, I have a opening theme scripture, and it comes for us today from Isaiah chapter 42, Verse 9, where it reads, Behold, the former things have come to pass. Now I declare new things. Yes, he declares new things. And it goes on to say, Before they spring forth, I proclaim them to you. Now, I memorized this verse years ago. And the way I know it, it goes like this. Before a new thing springs forth from the bud, I declare it from you. I remember years ago when we were barren, we couldn't have children, and it just seemed like a dark night of the soul, and and it was just... It was winter. Actually, it was winter and there was snow on, on the, on the yard and, and on the trees. And, and I went outside and I was in our front yard and it was so amazing because I went to the, like the weeping willow tree and I went up to this birch willow tree and I looked at it and it seemed like premature. There were buds. On the tree in a wrong season new buds in a time of winter and guess what happened to me that was actually assigned to me and i felt the holy spirit drop this verse that i'm reading to you right now and said to me remember before a new thing breaks forth from the bud i will declare it to you well that's the way the holy spirit works in our lives He works that way in your life as a believer in Christ, and he works that way in my life. And in my history with the Lord, I do get God encounters, and I've shared some of them with you in the previous episodes. So today, for the new year, let's look at three different simple prophetic points for 2019 and beyond. Number one, it is The days of acceleration. What do I mean by that? Well, this comes from, again, another God encounter I had. I was given a dream where I was climbing a hill and I was getting just really kind of exhausted in this climb of the hill. And then finally I came up to the top of the hill and it was like the sun burst and was like a roar Borealis and all of it all at the same time. And it was a new day. A new day had dawned. And then the voice of the Lord, as I came to the top of the hill and the sky was all lit up with brilliant new colors, the voice of the Lord came to me and he said, it is the days of acceleration. Oh, my goodness. When that type of thing happens, it's in a dream. In those dreams, I wake up out of the dream, and then I enter into kind of a manifested presence of God. It's almost like an atmospheric climate change. And and the room was permeated with the presence of destiny. Guess what, guys? I did a word study on this word acceleration, then later. And and it's like cars. It's like race cars. And you can have one kind of a race car, and it's just like really trucking along. And then there's another kind of a race car, and then it hits this hyper speed and it's like it just like takes off into acceleration and what I felt the Holy Spirit saying is we are entering into the days of acceleration to where the activity of God the plans of God the purposes of God are going to speed up things are going to happen faster they're going to happen quicker hey this does not deny the issues of picking up your cross daily and following him it doesn't deny it isn't saying that There are shortcuts in discipleship, but I am saying that some of the promises that we've been waiting on for years, things are kicking into the days of acceleration where new things are breaking forth from the bud. Well, that's one of the things that the Lord has spoken to me. Another one is that we are crossing the threshold into the beginning of the great harvest, now, I have shared this previously when I talked with you about a Jesus encounter, and I told you about this Muslim bodyguard I had that had an open vision experience to where Jesus and his disciples appeared to him and said to him, would you be one of my disciples? So you can go back into the previous uh, God Encounters Today uh, episodes, and you can listen to that one called A Jesus Encounter. I want to build on that. One of the things that the Holy Spirit is saying in these hours is that God has the harvest on his mind. One of my friends... uh on apostolic leader on the West Coast in Pasadena, California, he's launching something called California Dreamin', where he's raising up church planting teams and he's teaching seminars on church planting and they're going out and they're doing like festivals and outreaches to win the lost and, and they are targeting in particularly Hispanic and Latino communities all throughout California and not only them, but many different backgrounds of people for new church planting. Why? Because God's got the harvest on his mind. The other day, I was on a, uh, uh, like a, oh, an interactive type thing with uh, some leaders from out of Bethel. And one of my friends, Steve Witt from Cleveland, Ohio, he said, oh, it's so awesome to hear it. He said that he believed from the years 2020 to 2023 that God gave them the gold to reach 10,000 new people for Jesus. I'm talking about new converts. I'm here to tell you. Those are a couple of other witnesses. God's got the harvest on his mind, and I want you to open up yourself to present the gospel of the kingdom of Jesus Christ to people. Because I'm going to tell you something. Listen, listen, listen. People have sometimes had hard hearts. I'm telling you there's seasons where hearts are ripe and we are crossing over into a season, the harvest, the harvest happens at a certain point in time. It, there has to be the soil prepared, seed sowed, it germinates, the, the plant grows, it bears fruit, and then there's harvest. We are now going to enter into a harvest season from Decades of seed that have already been sown. By the way, this is now the hour of the evangelist. The mantle of Billy Graham, of his passing, is now being offered to the whosoever's, not to just one and twos, that there are going to be new stadium Christianity events and there's going to be new Jesus people festivals because why? God's got the harvest on his mind. What have you got on your mind, by the way? Come into alignment with God because he really wants us to share the good news of who? Jesus Christ and him risen from the dead because he is God's beloved only son. Right now, as I lean into this, I see many Muslim people coming to the Lord Jesus Christ for years i 've been prophesying that whole mosque and minarets will be turned into authentic twenty four seven three sixty five centers of worship and prayer. I see that right now we 're mulahs for their their the the priest of uh, of Islam, of the Muslim faith, I see conversions happening. I see it right now. And I declare to you that there is going to be like the uh, communist veil was uh, opened or was pierced. I say to you right now, the Islamic veil will be pierced by the power gospel of the kingdom of the Lord Jesus Christ. Why? Because God in his love has the harvest on his mind. A third word that I want to share with you for today is the joining of the generations. By the way, did you know that every day in Jesus can be your new year? You don't have to wait for like this special one day of the year where you make these, like, you know, decrees and declarations, or you're going to, like, put something on a piece of paper and this is what you want, or you're going to forget about this, and and you're going to make your, like, New Year's resolution. Guess what, folks? Every day is a new day in Christ. And every day is an opportunity to turn from the past and to look to God for a new day a new beginning, a new dawn. I just felt the pause to share that with you. If you want to make a New Year's resolution, that's awesome. Just make it in faith in Christ. You know why? Otherwise, you might end up disappointed because it might just be a little bit of a soulish goal rather than a God encounter destiny goal. So, hey, chew on that one, okay? Because every day is a new opportunity to let God fulfill the desires of your heart. Okay, so a third one that I want to bring to you, a word, a prophetic point for the new year is, I believe that God has the joining of the generations on his heart. What do I mean by that? Well, as I peer into the scriptures, and I have looked at church history on revivals and awakenings and things of this nature, I believe that there is a difference when it is only a revival and when it becomes an awakening. Revivals historically often last maybe three or four years at the most. Renewal and refreshings might happen longer but when you study like the Great Awakenings, they are not just for three or four years or ten or twenty they 're often fifty, sixty, years, or longer, even in length, because every awakening begins with a revival with the people of God being revived to their first love that 's revival by the way, and then that and then it channels these empowered believers into societal transformation so I believe in the joining of the generations. How does this all fit in? For a great awakening, and that is what I'm declaring in this new year, we are at the beginning of the third great awakening. But the third great awakening is going to require the joining of the generations. Really? Yes. In the Old Testament, God manifests himself as the God of who? Abraham only? No. The God of Abraham, Isaac, that's two generations. Well, that's pretty good, but it doesn't end there. God manifests himself as how or who? The God of Abraham, Isaac, and... Jacob or Israel. So three generations in a generation. When I've studied revival, awakening, renewal movements, the ones that are sustained for a long period of time have the joining of the generations. They have the older generation that carries wisdom joined by the middle generation of resources and the younger generation of the zeal An unfeigned, just radical abandonment of zeal. We need wisdom, we need resources, and we need zeal. We need it all brought together. And we each and every generation brings something particular. I am now starting to qualify for the older generation anointing. I didn't ever think that I would qualify for that one, but maybe I'm there now. And what is it that parcel I have to share? experience i also have to share wisdom wisdom yes sometimes what not to do not only what to do so i believe the lord is speaking to us that god has the days of acceleration are right before us god has the harvest on his mind and guess what the, we are at the beginning of the third great awakening and it's going to require the joining of the generations. I love investing in, I call it next gen. That probably is now incorrect terminology, that I love the synergistic bringing together of the convergence of the ages and the joining of the generations where we bring the history, the anointing, the experience of the forerunners—that we we uh, empower others and. I believe that we're not to only empower one generation, but it's to be at least three. We'll find us in other places in the scriptures, like in the book of Joel, where I'll talk about bringing uh, coming together for prayer and fasting, and I'll talk about the elders, and I'll talk about mothers and fathers, and I'm talking even about nursing babes. It's three generations in a generation. I remember one time recently, I was in warnsburg missouri at harvest fellowship and that is a church that i helped co-start many years ago around 40 years ago and i was there with my youngest daughter and my youngest daughter had her daughter with her and guess what it was back in the church that my earthly father wayne gall had actually helped us to build And while I was there, going back to kind of a homecoming, ministering at the original church, I had a knowing. Oh, this is the joining of the generations. It was so good. It was so right. Folks, I want you to understand what a delight that is. Because, you see, what that did to my heart, and I realized that maybe my earthly dad in heaven was looking down on us and saying, oh, there's my son. Oh, there's a granddaughter. Oh, there's a great-granddaughter. And you know what that did to me? It made my heart happy. Do you know what that this does to God the Father's heart? That's why I'm telling this story the joining of the generations if you think that might made my heart feel warm that makes god the father's heart just so overwhelmed with joy happiness and gladness and go yes it's really happening isn't it by the way it really is in the joining of the generations where my ceiling does become the next generation's floor. For a while, I was uncertain about that, kind of like cliche, that teaching that's out there. I kind of thought, well, maybe that's a little bit faddish. I'm not sure if that's really true. And then I was ministering in Australia one time and I had a dream. Yeah, I had a dream. I had a dream about this house. And in this house, I was preaching on the bottom floor. And then people were excited, and then people exited. And then they went upstairs, and they went up to the next floor. And the next floor above me, where my ceiling was their what? Their floor. They were just dancing and celebrating, and it was just like a different generation vibe than what was going on on the floor that was below. And then the Holy Spirit, I wake up out of the dream, and the Holy Spirit says, there really is the joining of the generations where... Your seedling does become the next generation's dance floor. That's what I heard. I love God encounters, don't you? And so for this new year, I don't want you to only make a resolution. I want you to go before God. Have a moment, five minutes. If you can take 15, it would be great. Some people take the Lord's Supper on the New Year's time. I'd encourage you to do that. I do. Whether I'm alone or whether I'm with a crowd of people, I always take the Lord's Supper on the New Year's time, and I take key moments where we are what? Crossing over into what? Climbing a mountain, acknowledging that God's been faithful. He has helped us and strengthened us. He has supplied grace and then we come to the peak and then guess what happens all of a sudden that which has been laborious and weariness it breaks off because the light of god shines and in our heart we know it is a new day a new dawn a time for a new beginning well this is james gall with god encounters today podcast And instead of doing like a question and answer this time about God's got the harvest on his mind, the days of acceleration and the joining of the generations, I want to pray a New Year's blessing upon you, for you and your family right now. Father, thank you for this opportunity to speak blessing over people's hearts, souls, over their beings, over their lives, and over their families and into their sphere of influence. And I declare over you the ironic blessing. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you his shalom, his peace. Well, I trust that you have benefited from this New Year's podcast. This has been a production of the Awakening Podcast Network. Jennifer LeClaire is the founder and owner of APN. Our heart is to inspire people and exalt Jesus with every broadcast.